ancient words ever true. We have come with open hearts. Let the ancient word impart. Let them impart us to the glory and honor of God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. I thank the church leadership for the opportunity to share the word of God with you this morning. And also do I thank our loving Creator God who answered your prayers on my behalf and healed me and restored me. I can now say that I am actually alive and healing. Praise be the Lord. One day I will have time to give a testimony of what I went through and how the Lord has been gracious to me. For this morning, the title of the message is What We See on the Screen. What? Who am I? Experiencing abundant life in Christ Jesus. Who am I? As we read in Matthew 16, starting from verse 13 to 16, Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea Philippi. He asked his disciples, saying, whom do men say that the Son of Man am? And they said, some say that thou art John the Baptist, some Elias, and others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. He said unto them, But whom say you that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, Can we read that together? Christ, the Son of the living God. Jesus Christ had been with his disciples. He had been teaching them, he had been listening. They have been hearing the comments of people around. And Jesus had been listening also. And so the moment of truth came. He asked them, What do people say that I am? And of course, they started to respond. And you know, we human beings, we know how to gossip about others. We know how to talk about others. 
it was easy for them to respond what others are saying, not what we are saying. But Jesus had his own plan. He said, that's good, thank you. You have told me what others are saying. <laughs> now, what are you saying? Whom do you think that I am? And that is the question that Jesus asked you and me this morning. Who am I? What am I to you? Not what my father is saying. Not what my mother is saying. Not what the pastor is saying. Not what the elder or anybody is saying. You. Uh, my young people here, my young people, raise your hand. All the young people, all the Pathfinder adventurers, please raise your hand. Please raise your hand. Okay, thank you. This message is for everybody, but it's particularly for you, our young people. Who is Jesus Christ to you? You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus said, and he said, this has been in prophecy that when an angel went to Joseph, the father of Jesus, to calm him down because he was disturbed that his wife was pregnant, which was not from him. An angel went to Joseph, Matthew 121, and told him that his wife shall bring forth a son. And that Jesus will, uh, that Joseph will call him Jesus. Why? He shall save his people from their sin. In Hebrew words, the word in Hebrew language, the word Jesus means Savior. Jesus is Savior. That was prophesied. The Son of the Living God. And Jesus himself made it clear, Luke chapter 19, verse 10, for the Son of Man, could you read with me, please? For the Son of Man is come to seek and to save that which is lost. That, who is that that is lost? Who? who me. Me. That is lost. We must know that Jesus came to save us. And Jesus again said, John 10 verse 10, The thief comes not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. But I, Jesus, came that they might have life and have it how? 
more abundantly, not just ordinary life. Jesus is talking about here life that is full, excellent life, life that is of quality, what Jesus is. Who am I? The life giver, the savior. Who is Jesus Christ? In summary, Jesus is the savior of humanity. John 3.16 Jesus is abundant life. As we have read John 11.25 he is abundant health, as you find in Psalm 103, verses 1 to 5. Jesus is abundant peace and joy. Isaiah 9, 6, John 14, 27, and 16, 24. Jesus is abundant success and prosperity, as you read in Joshua 1, 7, and 8. And I want to stress on this one. Yes, we have known he is our Savior. But there's an area that Satan tends to use to deceive us. We live in a world where people focus their attention on success. That is the ultimate goal to succeed. Some people even name their children success. Was that the name of somebody here today? <laughs> success. Everything. Success. Prosperity. And then we ask the question, how do we experience success, prosperity, which is abundant life in Jesus Christ? God has made the promise that he will give us success. He will give us prosperity. How do we achieve it? And the only way, and the only way to achieve it is God's own way. The way he has said that this is the way. Joshua 1 verse 7. God told Joshua, only be thou strong and very courageous that thou may observe to do according to all the law which Moses my servant commanded thee. Turn not from it to the right hand or to the left, that thou may prosper wheresoever thou go. The condition for having prosperity in Jesus Christ is to observe to do according to the law of God, according to the word of God, without turning to the left or to the right. Very strict condition. But the ultimate goal is there. 
that he will give us prosperity. When we listen to his word, when we obey his word without any trace of disobedience, without bringing in our own ideas, our own philosophies, our own thoughts, but God's thoughts. Accepting God's word just as it is. That's the way to have prosperity in Jesus Christ. And God continues telling Joshua and me and you, this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein when? Day and night. Meditating on the word of God. Meditating on the word of God. That thou may observe to do according to all. And anytime you hear the Bible using the word all, pay attention. God is about to say something very important. Anytime. God is giving instruction and he uses the word all pay attention. All that is written therein, for then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Not just success. What kind of success? Good success. Excellent success. Our young people, we want to succeed in our education. We want to succeed in our exams. We want to be prosperous. God said, yes, you can be only if you depend on me. Only if you obey me. Only if you trust me. You will surely succeed. You will surely prosper. And to God's glory, I have the courage. I have the strength. Actually, I have the boldness to testify to these things that God gives his children success. That God prospers his children to his glory. And I thank him that um, I can remember that since 1960, that 59 years ago, God revealed himself to me. He has remained faithful. I am the one who is unfaithful. In fact, in presenting this message, I have never felt so unworthy to do it. Because when I think of my own unfaithfulness, 
and God's faithfulness. I pray for his grace. Unfortunately, God accepts us whenever we come to him to give us that success, to give us that prosperity. He does. How do we experience success, prosperity, abundant life in Christ Jesus? Psalm 37, verse 4. Let's read it together, please. Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thy heart. Commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. The desires of your heart. Our young people, the desires of your heart. You want to succeed in life. The Lord says, delight in me. Put your delight in me. Commit your way unto me. And I will give you the desires of your heart. There are some people, when it comes to worldly things, worldly displays, you see them active. You see them zealous. They will put in everything they have as long as it's a worldly thing. When I was in the institution, the schools, I would say, anytime it was time for cultural night, you find some students who will go to every length to do something at the cultural night. But once cultural night is over, and we begin to talk of religious things, come to church, come to prayer meetings, you don't find them. They will have every excuse to give. We must delight ourselves in things of God. We must commit ourselves in things of God. And he will give us success. And he will give us prosperity. It's one of my most favorite memory verses. Again, please, let's read it together. I delight to do thy will, O my God. Yea, thy law is within my heart. I delight. My delight is in doing God's will. My joy, my peace, my satisfaction is in doing God's will. And actually, when it becomes your character, when a situation arises to do something that you know that is not God's will, 
It could be lying. It could be cheating. Adultery. Quarreling. You see that your system will revolt. Your system will not accept it. When it becomes a character to do God's will. Delight in doing God's will. And you will see that he will give you success. He will give you prosperity. How to experience abundant life. We continue. Matthew chapter 22, 35. To 40. Jesus himself declares, as the one of them which was a lawyer asked him a question, tempting him, and saying, Master, which is the great commandment in the law? Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. Loving God with all our heart. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Loving God with all our heart and loving God with all our soul and all our mind as he has loved us. How often do you pray for God's grace to love him more than before every day? How often? Lord, help me to love you today more than ever. How often do you ask God to help you love your neighbor more today than ever? In our prayer meeting last night, and I believe as I've said several times, there are two things that I personally pray for every morning at least every morning. And that is this prayer. Lord, help me to love you today more than ever. And the next thing is, Lord, help me to love my wife. Yes, my wife today more than ever. And I can testify that since God did it for me to love my wife more today than ever, the peace, the joy it brings, nothing else can bring. That is how 
you can have prosperity. That is how you can have success. And again, I repeat, I have the boldness to testify to these things because by the grace of God, I am experiencing them. And when you pray to God for success, when you pray to God for prosperity, when you pray to God to love him the more, don't measure yourself with anybody except Jesus Christ. Don't measure yourself with anybody. Not even your parents. Not even your pastor. You can learn from anybody, even a child born today. You can learn from that child. But when it comes to example, there is one, only one true example, and that is Jesus Christ. I stress on this because some people have been led astray by measuring themselves with someone. Those of you who are familiar with uh, whether Adventist College of West Africa or Adventist Seminary or Babcock University, you remember that there used to be a renowned educator close to us, and his name has been, a university has been named after his name. How many of us know him? In the University of Tijebode, Tayosholarin. How many of you are familiar with that name, Tayosholarin? Ah, great. Tayosholarin used to be a faithful child of God, highly committed to God. However, and unfortunately, he hung his faith on a human being a Catholic priest. And when that priest went astray, Toshilari said, well, if a person of this caliber could go astray, then there is no hope for anybody. Just like the kind of thing you are hearing about Catholic priests, how they raped not just young ladies, but young boys, and so regrettably, all over the world, as if there was a worldwide conspiracy for Catholic priests to be raping young boys. And of course, you know the effect on some people. Some people have said, no, I no longer believe in God. I no longer go to church. That is the danger and hanging your faith on a human being. Measure yourself with Jesus Christ. Prove for yourself whether these promises are true. Prove for yourself. There was a, 
a medical doctor here in North America who developed one medicine. And um, he was promoting that medicine over the radio. And I happened to turn on. Uh, I'm a radio person more than a TV person. So I was listening as he was promoting his medicine. And then there were, he was receiving callers who were asking questions about the medicine. Uh, when can you take it? How long can you take it? What are the side effects? So many questions. And the inventor was responding. But there was one caller who asked a question which impressed me. And he asked, how do I prove that your medicine works? How do I prove that your medicine? Oh, if you were the inventor, what would you answer? <laughs> eh? Exactly. The only way to prove that it works is for you to take it, to try it. The only way you and I can prove whether the word of God is true is to bear it. No other way. No other way. Is to accept the word of God, internalize it, and then live by it exactly, not very well, exactly as the Lord has commanded and see whether the word of God is true. Very easy. Actually, very easy. How much do you take God at his word? How much do you believe God's word? That these promises are true. If any man come to me, and hate not his father, and mother, and wife, and children, and brethren, and sisters, yea, his own life also, he cannot be my disciple. Cannot. When you come to God, when you come to the Lord Jesus Christ, your love for him must be supreme for you to get success. Your love for him. And whoso doth not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. It has to be total surrender. It must be total submission. It must be total acceptance of the word of God. Christ must be first, best, and all in all. Next slide, please. Christ must be first, best, and all in all in our life. 
for us to experience success, for us to experience prosperity. Probably I should qualify that. For us to experience true success, for us to experience true prosperity. A message for us, the adults, but especially for our young people. Many of our adults have proved this, and they are living by it. But our young people are on their way. And this morning, our young people, the Lord is affirming his promise that if you will totally depend on him, if your desire will be for him, if your love for him will be supreme more than any other thing, you will experience success. You will experience prosperity. If we will give him the best that we have in our time, our temple, our body, our talents, our treasure, if we will give him the best, God will also give us his best. And it will be success. And it will be prosperity. But above all, far above all, it will be life eternal. And so, our prayer this morning. Lord, grant us the grace to know you and experience you fully. Experience you fully. So we give you the best of our time, the best of our temple, our body, the best of our talents, the best of our treasure. In Jesus' name. Dear Lord, we thank you for revealing yourself to us. As you have received yourself to us, grant us the grace to understand you fully, to experience you fully, and to give our best to you. Grant us the grace to love you supreme and to love our fellow human beings as you have loved us. We know we have sinned against you. Papa, forgive us. Cleanse us. Renew your spirit in us. And grant us the grace to live for you, to live like you. As we go from here, may your Holy Spirit continue to remind us of today's message. To know 
who you are to us, our Savior, our Redeemer, our Sustainer, our Healer, our all in all. Blessed be your holy name. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit rest and abide with us now and forevermore. Amen. Amen.